Well, let me read the poem again mm. and let's see if it just stimulates anything else that we'd like to talk mm. about. Selling wild orchids at my door one day, a man said, In the woods are many more. Deep in the gloom, high on the thick-set trees, wild orchids hang like clouds of butterflies, golden and white, spotted with red and black, as huge as birds or tiny as a bee, wild orchids which no eye has ever seen, save ours, who wander in these rich green glooms all day throughout the year. I bought his sprays, paid him and bore them in, and as I went, my eyes by chance fell on a shelf of books, the Buddha's teachings, and thereafter glanced up to the Buddha's image as he smiled above them from the alcove. Strange it was, that as my eyes from book to image passed, dwelling an instant on that calm, pure face, there, with the frail, cold blossoms in my hands, the words that man spoke at my door should ring through my stilled heart again and yet again, mm. like music, in the woods are many more. Yes, another thought that occurs to me was that the man is represented as saying, which no eye has seen save ours. Mm. Hmm? Yes, he's in the midst of the forest, so he can see. I'm not in the forest, yes? So in the same way, there are, well, there are metaphorical forests. And uh, in one of his discourses, the Buddha talks about the great ocean in which there are so many mysterious beings. So in the same way, we might say, well, there are people around that have a deeper experience than ourselves. Yeah? They are natives, as it were, of the forest. Mm. They see the orchids, which we have to rely on them to experience ourselves. We can't climb up into the trees, but there are people who can do that. So it's from them that we get the orchids. Yeah? Yeah. So that's another sort of uh, way of looking at what the man said. As he was a native of the forest, he was familiar with the forest, he knew his way around in it. And he was able to climb up and get the orchids. So there are all sorts of analogies there. It reminds me of that collection of poems of yours, The Call of the Forest. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. It's like hearing a calling of something much more mysterious or yes. separate from us. Yes. So just one more thing I want to ask you about. There's this line, My eyes by chance fell on a shelf of books, the Buddha's teachings. And yeah. I'm aware we've got quite a large shelf of books of yours in the library. Yes. yes. Those hundred books that came back from India. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So tell us a little bit about them, their history. Did mm. you gradually buy them over, you know, did you write to publishers and ask them to send you things? Or what was, how did you get hold of them? Well, of course, I kept a notebook. And as I travelled around India in the earlier days, and if any particular passage struck me, I'd copy it out in my notebook. So in that way, I didn't have to carry a lot of books around with me. But as I mentioned, when I was staying with Kashyapji in his kuti in the compound of the Banaras Hindu University, I had access to the university library. And I did a lot of reading, including about Buddhism. 
But then again, from time to time, especially after I started editing the Mahabodhi Journal, I used to go down to Calcutta. And in Calcutta, there were some excellent bookshops. Mm. There were even bookshops in uh, Darjeeling. There were two quite good English bookshops. One was called the Oxford, the other was called the Cambridge. Mm. <laughs> and the Oxford one in particular stocked books of Archipetan Buddhism, those that were available at the time. And then I had a friend, Marco Pallis, whom I had known when he lived in Kanimpong. And when I started writing the survey, I wrote and asked him to send me various books, which he did. He sent me quite a few. And that's how my little library developed. And how did you get money to buy those books? I used to write articles for journals, even newspapers sometimes, and some of them did pay. Yes, and also, of course, I got the dana from people. So I never really bothered about money. It came. Though sometimes there were difficulties, and I might be a couple of weeks without any cash. But I could always get credit in the bazaar. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they knew you. Yes. They knew you were trustworthy. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, thank you, Banti. That's been great. I just well, hear a bit more about this poem. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Yeah.